Keeping our kids safe in a world that can seem incredibly scary at times while also letting them be kids is a top priority for every parent. In this episode, I sat down with Carrie Conrad of Beating Disaster to talk about effective prevention methods to keep our kids safe without instilling a spirit of fear or unnecessary anxiety in them or in us. We talked about how to let our kids be kids without being helicopter moms, how to make them a hard target so that they are undesirable to the people that we don't want wanting them, the importance of not scaring our kids straight. Playtime is a powerful tool for teaching kids about boundaries, safety, and self-protection, and what to do when your kids are exposed to inappropriate content online. We dug into how common parenting methods, while well-intended, could inadvertently make kids more vulnerable and what to do instead, and how being fully present and caring for ourselves as moms contributes to the overall safety and well-being of our kids. You may want to pop your earbuds in for this episode. While there's nothing inappropriate in there, we do talk about some things that could create a spirit of fear in little listeners, which we absolutely don't want to do. Let's get started. You know motherhood should be sweeter than this. You are done being stressed out, overwhelmed, and barely keeping your head above water. You've tried to be everything to everyone, and you completely lost yourself in the process. The house is a mess, the kids don't listen, and you can hardly remember the last time you had a date night and really connected with your man. And sleep? What's that? In the middle of the distraction, the noise, the laundry, and the dishes, you started to think that you had to choose between having a successful career or staying home with your kids. But the truth is, you can have it all. The successful career, fun, connected relationships, and a home that feels like a refuge. I'm Kim Macklin, mamahood mentor and certified professional life coach, military spouse of 22 years, classroom teacher turned homeschooling mama to three amazing kiddos, and the host of this podcast, where you will be equipped and empowered to create your own joyful mamahood as you navigate working from home and raising incredible humans. It's time to trade chaos for calm and begin to truly love being a mom, no matter what season of motherhood you are in, so you can yell less, laugh more, and finally rock your career and your motherhood without sacrificing your marriage. Grab your favorite drink or your latest load of laundry, and let's dive deep into positive parenting, time management, marriage, and family. They say raising kids takes a village, Mama. Welcome to the hood.
here today with Carrie, and we are talking about keeping our kids safe and how we can really stay joyful in this present day world that we're living in where we feel like it is so dangerous for our kids. You know, there's trafficking and there's, you know, internet safety. There's all these things where our kids are a target and it feels like it's very dangerous to let them go and be kids without being a helicopter mom. And so she is here to talk to us a little bit about what it looks like to empower us as moms, to be able to empower our kids to be safe and um, to not have kind of like a target of victimization on them. There's a there's an air, if you will, that we can do to empower our kids to make it so that they're less likely to become victims. Carrie, if you want to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what exactly you do and how you got start, started your story, um, if you will. Okay, well, I try and keep it brief because it's like a lifetime of experience, you know? But, it um, usually is, right? <laughs> Um, so my name is Carrie Conrad and I teach self-defense for women and children. And then it's led to, I now focus more on prevention because like, yeah, it's great to defend yourself. Everybody really should know how, but there's tons of places that'll teach you how to defend yourself. How many, how many of those defense places, how much time do they spend on prevention? They really don't. And it, I mean, don't get me wrong. They do. They have a couple slides that they've Googled off a line and they copied and pasted some stuff and they just say what everybody else says because that's what you're supposed to do so you don't scare people. And by the way, this is after they give you all the statistics of all the horrible, scary things that happen in the world. So like that's that's my industry and it's yucky. So yucky, you know. So over the years, I've learned a lot teaching women about self-defense. I've learned that we really have more trauma from people we know. We really experience more trauma at the hands of maybe our pastor or our chiropractor or our best friend's drunk husband or our parent with dementia or our kids with special needs. And the types of stuff that you learn in a self-defense class are great on a stranger, but that's only a small percentage of harm that comes. So um, like you were saying, like what I do is I make I like to make kids a hard target because anybody is going to like, if, if you have a goal, there's like the easy way you can have, you can meet your goal without any work whatsoever, or you can work really, really hard to meet your goal. Which avenue are you going to take? I mean, there isn't a human being in the world that's going to say, do you know what? Just on principle, I want to work really, really hard, even though I don't have to. Um, you know, that's right. Show me the hard way, please. Let me sign up for what's going to be more stressful. Yeah. And so that's what I do. I make your children undesirable to the people you don't want wanting your kids. That's what I do. They're too. It's just like, that's too much work. They're too difficult. They're too much work. I'm going to go over here. And it's it's really sad to think that they they are going to go over there. They're going to go somewhere else, but we can't. I've learned personally, I can't save the world. I can only focus on and help the people who want to be helped and who show up to be helped. It's just what it is. And I like training moms because when I train you, you bring this into your kid's school. You bring your kid is trained. You're telling your friends about it. You're taking this to the grocery store. You're going to Costco and all the places that you're going to the park. Everywhere that you go is more safe because you're a mom. You're a mom that has the right information and we don't mess around. 
right? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's that ripple effect, right? Like you empower one person and they empower others just by modeling. That's how we learn best anyway, is when we model that people pick up on it and they're like, oh, I want like, what is she doing? Oh, Oh, and our kids are watching moms. Like when you leave the grocery store and you're on your phone and you get to your car and you start digging in your purse, that is a pattern that your child is going to have when they start driving. And so to be able to like, make sure that you're having the conversation as they are growing to like, Hey, we always have our keys out. And we're holding them ready to approach our car. We have our phone in our bag or in our hand ready for, you know, an emergency, but we're not scrolling. We're not looking. We're not getting directions for our next place. Right. And then those are habits that they will take with them as they start to drive. And all of that is awesome. Even better. The reason why I love your content and your coaching and what you do so well, because it has a ton to do with living safe. It has a ton to do with living and prevention. Again, the habits that you're talking about, yes, absolutely. But having a rhythm, having a routine, like um, by taking really good care of myself, by focusing on how I feel and my relationships, it makes me more available to be aware of what's going on around me because I'm not bogged down about this, that, or something else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because you're not distracted by all the, men, all the all the mind stuff. Like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And when you're not distracted, you can be more present and more aware of your surroundings. Even And again, the uh, back to your services, just the joy in it all, the positive parenting, the peaceful. And everybody's like, like I'm a peace-loving hippie. And yet I'm also a weapons expert, a black belt, and I teach. I mean, I'm I'm a violence nerd, but I'm really a peaceful parent and peace-loving hippie. And like, why is that? Because it's the antidote. It's the kryptonite. Like you just can't, you can't have connection and violence. They just don't. It's so true. It's so true. And that connection comes from curiosity. And if we're curious, there's no space for judgment. And it's the judgment is, is what creates that gap or that wedge. And so one of the things that you mentioned in the beginning is like the, the common practice of self-defense is first, we're going to introduce these statistics and scare the crap out of you. And so you can know why you need this self-defense in the first place. What are the dangers of scaring our kids straight? Like you hear that expression, like I'm going to scare my kids straight so that they don't ever do X, Y, Z. Well, and I actually have a blog article on that. So if you want to go to beatingdisaster.com and read the blog article there, it'll go way more in depth, but it's really not only, okay. So there are tools that are effective. Okay, you can scare your child into compliance. You can. It works. What's the cost of that? Absolutely. What's the cost? So yes, it might be a momentary win. Yes, your child might listen right now. Yes, you might have saved them from something in this present moment. But what we also do is we create anxiety. Now I have an anxious child. We just talked about how being aware and being present is how I can avoid and evade, identify and escape. You know, I don't, I don't get in scrapes because I'm aware. You can't be anxious and aware. Like they just don't see, you can't sit in the same seat at the same time. It just doesn't work. Awareness is a responsive 
a responsive response and, and anxiety is a reactive response. And they use two different parts of our brains. And when anxiety is active, then you can't have that rational thought. So when you say strangers are dangerous, they might take you, they might steal you. What are you doing to your kid? Like, yeah, you're right. That person, they might not have talked to that person. But I like to tell people all the time, I'm a stranger to your child and you want your child to ask me for help. Like how yes. our children need to know, our children need to know that, yes, there are strangers out there that are dangerous. Yes, that's a fact. But there's more people who are safe. We really need to keep the perspective. There are way more safe people than there are dangerous people. So when our kids are running around, or even as moms, we run around in terror. We're looking for traffickers. We're at Target and we're afraid to get nabbed in the middle. And it's like, I promise you, enjoy your latte in Target. It's not impossible to get nabbed in the middle of Target. It's not impossible. That's just not how, that's just not common. It's just, there's a lot of hype around it, but for real, just enjoy your latte in Target and be aware. Enjoy shopping. You know, um, I take my kids shopping because they're learning opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's what Absolutely. it is. It's all, and I love the curiosity. Same thing. It's just like, hey, that looks funny. Um, so, and I already told you, uh, and, um, about this, this e-guide that I have, because like the scaring doesn't work. Play does. Yes. Play does. The way that I teach, I teach, I teach through jokes, memes, videos, like laughter. That's how I teach with Love like, it. because it's heavy stuff and it's dark stuff. I don't need to tell you what's out there. I do need to tell you like things to look out for, but it's not what you think it is. That's like, so we, we fixate on these little details that aren't the problem. Like we really mm-hmm. need to focus on our ourselves, our self-care, our intuition, where we're going. Are we being true to ourselves? Are we listening to ourselves? You know, are we somebody safe that our kids can talk to? That is the really important stuff. And the, the games, we can play games. They don't even know what's going on. They yes. don't even know. We're just playing a game. It's role-playing. And so much of that is like you learn through play. Kids learn through play because when you are under attack or when you feel that danger, it shuts off that learning part of your brain. And that's one of the things we teach around here all the time, right? And so if we can keep them engaged and in the learning part of their brain with play, they're going to be more receptive to learning those ideas and those ideas are going to stick. It is. And just like I saw a comment, a comment before we came on here, you know, somebody said they were talking about kids safety and they said shivers, they shiver. And I'm just like, man, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is about empowerment. I want you to feel like the, you know, excuse my language, but the badass you are. Like we're moms. Yeah, we are so right. capable. We are so in tune. We are, as long as we're taking care of ourselves, it is conditional. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm taking care of myself, as long as I trust myself. That's a big thing. And I was thinking about that when you were saying like, you know, go to, go to Target and enjoy your latte. And it's like, We also like you have to be in touch with yourself. And we as women, because we were raised in a certain way, we're taught not to trust our intuition. 
And that was kind of tamped down for many of us. And you have to be in touch with that because what's going to happen is you can be walking. And I'm sure many people have experienced this. Tell me that when you're walking around and you're in a place there will be like a little, like it may show up differently for you, but like the hairs on the back of your neck rise, or you just get like a weird feeling. And then you happen to notice out of the corner of your eye, some guy who's putting off like weird vibes. And you're like, I don't like that. And then you're like, come with me, let's go to this other section. And it's that awareness. But if you don't allow yourself space to listen to your intuition and to be familiar with that and to trust yourself, you're not going to be able to relax in the store. And that's why I recommend services like yours. Yeah, I recommend people do services that they're taking care of themselves, that they're taking care of their lives, that they have a good flow, that they're fulfilled, that they're connecting, that they're enjoying life, that they're enjoying their kids, enjoying relationships, enjoying the latte at Target. Yeah, you know what I mean? like yes, it's, it's, exactly. I don't. I I am very excited, and I feel very blessed to be. Um, like I know enough. I've been doing this long enough. Like I said, I have, I've, I've been, I, I did martial arts since I was a teenager. I'm a black belt. I teach any weapon you can think of. I mean, I have way too much life experience. That's like a whole other, right. a whole other. <laughs> I have a lot of life experience, but you know, like I, like in all the years of teaching and listening to trauma and all the studying. And it's like, it really comes down to connection, joy, play. And I mean, like, I just get to be the best version of myself so that other people, the, you know, bad guys will say, you know, bad, they want nothing to do with me. Like, it's just too much work. She's, she's too vocal. She's too in tune. She's too aware. She, you know yeah. what I mean? I want my kids to be the same way. And it's a different energy that you put off. What are some of the common parenting tools that might work but they actually end up making our kids more vulnerable to being victimized. Hey mama, did you know that I have a free guide just for moms like you? Are you tired of feeling like a frazzled mom with no direction? Do you wanna level up your mom game and live your best life as a joyful mama? Well, I have got something just for you and it is completely free. It is my gift to you and here is what you can expect from this guide. You will learn strategies to cultivate a harmonious relationship with your family, because let's be real, screaming matches, they're not nearly as entertaining as dog reels, but they are just as hard to shut off. You'll discover the power of rhythms and routines to simplify your life and reduce overwhelm. You'll gain insights and practical tips to help you love being a mom. Yes, it really is possible, no matter what season of motherhood you're in. Think of it like a spa day for your mom's soul, except for you don't have to leave the house, you don't have to put on a bra, and it won't cost you a dime. See, I've been through the trenches of motherhood. I've got the scars and the gray hair to prove it, but I've also discovered the joys of being a mom, and I want to share that with you. I'm a certified professional life coach, and I've helped countless moms find their footing in this crazy ride that we call motherhood. So what are you waiting for? Don't miss out on this opportunity to transform your motherhood for the better. Go grab your actionable guide, Secrets of a Joyful Mamahood, Relationships, Rhythms, and Routines to Cultivate Harmony in Your Life. You can find the link in the show notes and grab your copy today. 
as you apply what you learn in this guide, that is where the magic happens and you will begin to see transformation in your family. Enjoy. What are some of the common parenting tools that might work, but they actually end up making our kids more vulnerable to being victimized? Yeah, we, we talked about scaring them straight, right? Like, yep. yeah, you can scare your kids into compliance. Another one that works, it works, is guilt and shame. It works. Mm-hmm. You can guilt your kids. You can shame them. And you know what? It is, it is a motivational tool that is effective. However, what's the cost? It comes at a cost. It's all like, it does, it works, but what's the cost? And most of the time it works for like immediate behavior, and not heart change. And so again, like, you know, you may guilt or shame somebody into doing something and they may not do it in that moment, but that doesn't mean that it's a lesson that they've internalized that they want to follow when they don't have somebody, you know, guilting or shaming them or punishing them into doing it. Not only that, guilt and shame is a huge tool used to victimize women and children. Mm-hmm. That's and what it those is. who have that that weight of guilt and shame, if you notice they're they have less confidence, their shoulders are shrugged, their their posture is like heavier versus somebody who feels empowered and their shoulders are back and they're walking with confidence, which makes them not a target. Less of a target, yes. Yeah, because I mean, like it's too much to get into on here, but right. <laughs> let's just say that. It's a tool that's used to victimize, whether you're talking about bullying, whether you're talking about grooming, whether you're talking about trafficking, whether you're talking, whatever you're talking about, guilt and shame are major tools. So if that's something that works on your kid, then you know what I mean? Then they're more at risk. But when you have a child that knows that mistakes are a part of learning, everybody makes mistakes. When mistakes are just like an everyday, oops, I screwed up. I'll do better next time. This is what I learned. When you have that kind of an attitude, you know, when a child makes a mistake, because we do, people who target people are really skilled. They have great people skills. They're, and, and sometimes getting me really liked people and they're people people. They're, you know, it, it, it's, it's just what it is. But our kids can make mistakes. And it's not that big of a deal that they made a mistake, but that mistake is used to to continue for it to go really dark and really south. So if your kid, it just says, mom, I made a mistake. If your child can come to you and say, I screwed up, I know I shouldn't have done it and I did it. And then we can help our kids. We can help them because our children are, they have. They're like the same threats, but there's, there's, it's more, it really is more than we had as kids, especially with technology and all Mm -hmm. of that. That doesn't mean it's, it has to be more scary. It just means that we need to be more prepared, that our kids Mm -hmm. need to be more fulfilled. Um, There's more gates. We talk about gatekeeping and like, you know, the boundaries and the gate, like you are the gatekeeper of your family. And there are just more access points now than when we had when we were little. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, some of those access points are like 
not negotiable. Like we can't even get out of them. We just have mm-hmm. to do the best that we can with what they are, you know, like technology in school. It's like, well, guess yeah. what? You, you think people haven't figured out how to penetrate your school security system because the pe- they have. Right. And again, not, right. not to create fear because that's not the purpose. The purpose is just to be, I cannot be all places at all times with my child to keep them safe and make decisions for them. I can't, it's impossible. I don't care who you are. Nobody's that right. good. Nobody can do that. So I need to make sure that I'm raising a child who is capable. I'm raising a child who can decipher to go left or right on their own. And um, like, again, back to the mistakes, a kid that understands that making mistakes is just a part of growing up. It's just a part of learning. It's just a part of trying something new. It's completely normal. As long as we make it that way. As long as- I don't know about you, but my, with my first kid, she would spill something and I would, I would lose it. I was so, it's like, we're in a hurry. How could you feel what we're on the way out the door? You know, where it's like today, I know it's like, you know, my, my youngest, my younger kids, they say, everybody makes mistakes. They like spill their milk on a laptop and there's sparks. And they're like, everybody makes mistakes. You know, it's like, yes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. And being a safe landing space is so important. Absolutely. So what is your biggest, like, aside from just like, you know, shutting it all down, allowing no access whatsoever, which is really incredibly hard to do. What is your number one, like safety tip for, as it relates to tech? Well, um, one, I'm not a tech expert. Two, it's impossible. You can't shut everything down. You, You can't. It's not, you cannot do that today because your child is just going to have access through somebody else. Mm -hmm. So like I said, it really is having these conversations with our kid and being a safe person for them to talk to. And I know we talked about it before, but like that's that jumpstart e-guide. Like there's a, a whole course of prepared children so that you can, you know, play your way and have fun with games, conversations, books, resources that you can use with your kid so that um, they're aware in a general way what's in the world. We don't need to scare them, but they they watch cartoons like they understand that some things are dangerous and some things are mm-hmm. safe and that we can help them um mold their perspective of like certain words and certain terms so that they're less so they're, they're less of a target. That's yeah. what it is. Like, like good things are exploited. That's just what it is. So we need to make sure that our kids know. Um, again, it has to do with perspective. I can't think of the right words right now, but um, just how we look at things. Cause we can, we can create like mental blocks and limiting beliefs. And those are the areas on which we can be exploited by having a closed mind or by thinking that safety looks like this or a bad guy looks like that. We just can't, like when we use boxes like that, then it's really not that hard because you can have a bad guy who doesn't look like a bad guy. He looks like a good guy, according Mm -hmm. to, you know, society's standards. And it's we all know it's a, a wolf in sheep's clothing, but our kids need right. to be able to do that. It's very simple. It's simple. It's just not that common to find just the basic stuff about intuition. It's just not that common. Yeah, it's true. And if like something to having those conversations with your kids, even at a really young age, if something seems off, like ask about it. 
say, Hey, I watched something and, and something seemed off. And what, you know, don't just give your kids an iPad and send them to their rooms to do whatever, right? Like having that, uh, just knowing that people can just walk by and see what you're doing or listening because even YouTube kids, they have some really inappropriate things mm-hmm. that slide in that are being with action characters and you have dialogue or whatever that sounds normal in the beginning. And a mom is like, oh, okay. Yep. yep this sounds like a good show. And then they go off and do something else. And midway during that program, the child is introduced to something that's not appropriate, but doesn't look blatantly inappropriate. If that makes yeah. sense. My daughter, we had a my little pony. There's some, my little pony videos on YouTube that are not what you think they are. Right. But you have to and watch them and be like, wait, what yeah. did they just say what I think? It's it was like, Oh my gosh, let me play it again. Yes, they did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's my little pony. Yep. And what, our, our reaction, our, our natural like instinct, if you will, is like, shut that off, get it away. Like we're going to hide that away. We're not going to do that anymore. But what we should be doing instead is having that conversation of like, oh, you let's watch this again. Do you see how, I mean, obviously if it's like something that's really inappropriate, like you're not going to want to go back and watch that again. But if it's something that's off, just saying like, Hey, did that seem weird to you? Yeah. What, what seemed weird? I don't know. It just feels weird. Okay. That's your intuition. And that says that something seems off and you get to trust that because you have a strong sense of what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Just like that empowering, right? So around here, it's all about trying to find joy in whatever stage of motherhood we're in, whatever curveballs life is throwing at us without like the toxic positivity, right? So how can we be joyful while keeping a healthy awareness with all the scary stuff that's going on in the world? By focusing on ourselves, by focusing on our power, by focusing on our home, by focusing on our kids, by focusing on our school, by focusing on our grocery store, by focusing on our target, by focusing on our latte. Like really, you know, um, like I said, there's that jumpstart e-guide that is for, you could just, it's just for today. That's why it's a jumpstart e-guide. Here are things you can do today. Here's some resources you can get. You can get them from the library. You can buy them on Amazon, whatever you want, but they're just everyday, no big deal stuff that starts to um, prepare your kids for the world that we live in, because I don't want to shield my kid at home, because even if I shield them at home, somebody's still going to have access to them through tech that somebody's still, it can still go wrong. Somebody can break in. You can't hide from the world. So we just learn to live in it. And I can tell you that my kids, we, people are uncomfortable with how much freedom I give my children. And I don't give them any freedom that they haven't demonstrated that they have the capacity to use responsibility. Beautiful. And that's exactly what it is. Our job as moms is to start to give them that freedom. And when we notice that they're not quite ready for it yet, We pull back a little bit and we use that training ground to prepare them for it. And then we try again. And if they're not ready for it or they they make a mistake, no big deal. We just pull that back a little bit and you need this skill. Like we want you to succeed. So we're going to help empower you to succeed and being able to like to do that, that it's that constant like release, bring back, release, bring back. And sometimes you're able to release and not bring back, which is amazing. Yeah. Yep. I want my kids to know how to talk to strangers. I want my kids to know what to do when they get lost. I want, there's just things I want my kids to know because I'm not 
always going to be there, but I can give them the space to demonstrate these skills with me close enough to rescue if necessary, you know, or intervene. And with my oldest, so my oldest is 19 and with her and my um, 16 year old, it was kind of more of that, like stranger danger, like don't talk to strangers without mom and dad. Um, But it's like, wait, mom, you talk to everybody. Yes, I totally do. Right. And then to be able to say like, Hey, you need to be cautious about it. And there's more good people in the, in the world than there are bad. And then when they grew a little bit, I think it was before we even had our, our nine-year-old, we started to transition into, I heard the, the phrase like tricky person. Mm -hmm. And so like, what would somebody who has some just different behavior, like that would be a little bit trickier, a little bit like unusual. Well, would an adult ask for a child's help in finding a a lost kid or a a lost puppy? No, an adult is going to ask another adult for help. Typically, like if a child, if an adult is coming to you and saying like, Hey, I have this emergency. Can you come help me? that that's kind of like a little bit of a weird behavior, right? Like we would want to, as an adult, we would probably find another adult and say, Hey, I'm having this problem. Can you help me? Yeah. And there's tons of stuff like that all over the internet. And I'm very grateful to say that what I, what is taught in like the mama bear prepared content, we're not focusing on the behavior of other people. We're focusing on ourselves and where we have control because when I'm looking at other people, it's really easy to get confused. But when I'm focusing on what I have absolute influence, power and control over, and then I have a plan for when it's just not right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so great because it is that shift. And, you know, again, like as I've grown through this, like through my own walk or whatever, that's now, you know, that shift has happened where it's like, you can't control anyone else. You can't control what anyone else is doing. You can't control anything except for how you respond to that situation. The only thing that you have power over is yourself. Like, and so it always starts with us. Always. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's been so lovely to um, have you here. Thank you for blessing our community. And if you would like to grab a copy of Carrie's um, preparedness guide for kids, she's going to have that link in, or I'll put that link in the comments of this. And then if you want to tell us where we can follow you and where we can find you, that'd be excellent. Uh, you can go to beatingdisaster.com for self-defense training, or there's like the Mama Bear Prepared Membership, which is the mindset, motivation, and materials that we need to keep our kids safe and make them difficult, you know, hard targets. Then there's a Facebook page. I'm really not that great at social media. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there is a Facebook page with occasional tips and tricks and uh, good stuff there. But most of my energy and efforts go into that Mama Bear Membership. So. Perfect. Yeah. So you can grab um, the e-guide or the membership. Both links will be in the comments or the show notes, depending on how you're consuming this interview. And uh, and we'll just have all the links for you to be able to get in touch with Carrie and uh, and to follow her. Thanks Thanks so much for watching. And thank you so much for being here and sharing this goodness. I really appreciate your take on it and how it is. um, It's really a life-giving approach and an uplifting, empowering approach versus like the fear tactics and the scare tactics, which I appreciate and want to bring more of that kind of energy into the world. So thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Mama. 
Before you go, did you know that there is a community specifically for Joyful Mamahood listeners? That's right. Even though this episode is over, we don't have to say goodbye just yet. Grab a friend and follow the link to the Joyful Mamahood community in the show notes for deeper conversations around today's episode and to connect with other mamas in the hood. Thanks for listening to the Joyful Mamahood podcast with your host, Kim Macklin. If you loved this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and take a moment to review it on iTunes. Your review helps other mamas find this podcast and lets me know that you are loving what you hear. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it on your socials. Now get out there and create your own joyful mamahood.